And here we are with our second episode of Legend Terry with our very own Terry Pemberton. I'm your host, Ryan James. We have our guest host, our uh, guest, uh, Terry, you look mad at me. Don't be mad at me. It's a beautiful name. It's who you are. So Josiah Ramirez and Laura Smith from uh, Mile High, fellow teachers here. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. We really appreciate having you on. How do you do? I'm yeah, glad to be here. Good afternoon. Yes, here we go. So today, let's talk a little bit about why are we even here and not here on podcast, but why are we teachers? What made us want to be teachers? Because uh, I'm sure there's a lot of things that, you know, everyone's like, why did you do this? What are you doing? What are you thinking? And of course, the number one answer for all of us is the money and the fame. Duh. I mean, good heavens. You know what? I'm putting Bentleys on layaway less than right. You have no idea. Oh, man. Lucky uh, you. Bentley's on layaway. So, Terry, now, I don't even know if you want to even share this. When did you start teaching? Do you even have a date? Do you remember that date? I, I, I had to write it down so I wouldn't forget. And, uh, <laughs> I started teaching in 1971. This is my 50th year in the classroom. And I, I came into uh, education almost by accident. Uh, I grew up in a, a construction family. My dad and my brothers are all carpenters. I planned on being an iron worker until my vocational welding teacher, uh, Mr. Jackson, invited me to a Arizona statewide vocational conference. And uh, when I got there and saw what they were doing, I was so impressed with what they were doing with their high school and middle school students that I walked over, this was at NAU, I walked over to the admissions building and signed up for college for the next semester. Uh, that was that was towards the end of my senior year, and uh, I, I, I would say I would never change my plan. Um, I went right through in four years and went into the classroom here in Prescott, and I've been teaching there ever since. And that, uh, other than uh, picking my wife, or maybe she picked me, best choice I've ever made. I can't imagine doing anything else for a living. I've done a lot of other things, but I always come back to this. Now you've so been that's, a, I, that's my story. You've been a middle school teacher your entire time, right? You didn't do any high school or anything other than that, right? Well, I did my student teaching at a high school in Flagstaff. And when I first started teaching, my students were seventh, eighth, and ninth graders. So I had I did have freshman students. And then later I had sixth, seventh, and eighth graders, and now just seventh and eighth. So it's been a really neat range. And in fact, for those of you that don't know, Mr. James was in my class as a sixth grader. I, I was. Have, I have a photo of him. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please bring that up. Oh, oh, um, the bowl cut was strong, okay? The bowl cut was in. Uh, you know what? I, I chuckled at his picture, and then I went back and found my junior high school yearbook, and I shut up. <laughs> so I said, I didn't have any more None of us looked better when we were that age. We all looked goofy and dorky, and yes. oh, I'm so glad it's over. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's my story. So, so, this is what, 50, right? This is 50 years for you? That's it. So, capping it off with the pandemic. Now, that is a celebration. This has been a bear of a year. The last, the last eight months, nine months. 
have been pretty tough for me. Yeah, it's but, been, but been tough for all of you too. Yeah, it's right. been tough. It's been a breeze for me. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now, some breeze in my classroom to make it more breezy. <laughs> God heavens. So, so Terry is at 50 years now. I don't know many other people that can match that. So, I mean, so Laura, how many years have you been teaching? Okay, well, that's a loaded question because <laughs> I, uh, well, it is. I, 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 I taught preschool starting very, 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 very long time ago, and then did that for five years, and then in 2000, so 20 years ago, I started teaching middle school, but. I took a slight break, a little bit of a hiatus there, right in the middle to- uh, uh, the middle to schoolers drew you away, huh? What? They drew you away. The middle schoolers like, I'm done. I'm done with middle school. No, no, I had a kid and then I had another kid and then we started our own company. And then um, after that, I came back actually to Mile High was when I came back to teaching. But uh, so I guess we can just say I started teaching middle school 20 years ago, um, but I have a lot of, you know, back and forths in there. So I would have to actually literally sit down and figure out how many actual years it's been. It's it's more than 10. <laughs> but, so it feels like uh, one of these questions where you ask a girl and she's like, no, I've turned 21 like 20 times by now. It's, I'm it always kind 21. Of, it kind of feels that way. But it, <laughs> and I've taught every grade um whether a substitute or or you know the actual teacher from preschool up to the college level so but i like middle school the best because i can be as goofy as i want to be so that's why i, I most of my time has been spent in middle school sadly for me too <laughs> you know we get along with them. What can I say? You got to have that little bit of a weird goof edge and the kids, I think, appreciate that. I don't know why Terry's doing so well at middle school because he's definitely more of a proper guy than uh, some of us. Oh, so you but haven't I seen him in class enough. That's your problem. <laughs> Start working with him and then you'll change your mind. Well, that's true. Well, I'm, I'm very private about a lot of things but I don't have trouble opening up with the kids because they need that in the classroom to make them function better. So it works out just fine. Well, and yeah. after, after a while, I got enough practice, I could figure it out. And we have to, we have to remember, <laughs> Terry, that you're also teaching in a time where you can actually whoop the kids. I mean, like that's the we're we're like in two different eras of teaching. Where like, hey, I'm gonna smack you, and then the kid's all right. And then versus now, where like we've got cell phones, it's like, oh, we're gonna record you. He still has a trophy hanging up in his room, doesn't he? No, 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 no. I have it someplace else. But when I when I first started teaching, corporal punishment was acceptable, and it was usually done by an administrator. Okay. And it was done with lots of witnesses. Um, they don't do that anymore. And uh, I won't go into all the politics back and forth, but but uh, we seem to get along uh, with kids pretty well and not have to do much of that anymore. Thank you. Or, or have to be overly rigid in our approach. Uh, it, it's gotten a bit easier. Uh, times have certainly changed. Let's say that. They do. Right. So Josiah, what about you? So how long have you been teaching? 
Uh, same kind of thing as Laura, you know, it's kind of a loaded question because I've been coaching volleyball for 21 years now. Uh, so I've been working with a lot of high school kids, uh, 16 and under, 18 and under. Um, and I've always liked working with kids because they've always given me a smile. But really, I got into college to become a firefighter. And then while I was going through college, I was playing volleyball and uh, doing rec leagues. And I ended up tearing my knee up, so uh, I decided to get into teaching and uh, just kind of went on from there. And then I came up to Prescott to do my student teaching, and that's where I was at the high school and had a lot of fun. Started the men's volleyball program at Prescott High School while I was there, and then I got the job here at Mile High, and I'm in my fifth year teaching middle school kids, and I'm super happy I didn't get the job at the high school because I'm very happy where I'm at. So I'm very happy to have you, too. Absolutely. Yeah. It's always fun having you around now. Oh gosh, for me, everyone has a fun story. For me, it was, I almost planned for it. I, I planned to be a teacher. What kind of craziness am I doing? That shows you how insane I am. Um, I was doing drum corps, uh, what, right after high school, I came back to help the high school, uh, with the drum line. And I actually started realizing I enjoyed teaching the kids more than playing. And that's when I was like, you know what? I think teaching's my calling. So I, you know, went through college and did all that with the plan of teaching. Um, geez, I've been doing this is my eleventh year. I'm old. I, I'm you old. I started with high school. No, you know, it's, I I thought I was going to be a big shot high school band teacher, and then I did middle school. I'm like, yeah, this is my jam. These are my people. Uh, they get my humor. They they're not jaded yet. So I'm okay with it. I'm sorry. Tell us, Ryan, how many schools have you worked in? How many states have you taught in? Oh, gosh. You want to know that path? That's a sad path. You don't want to know that path. I, I've worked in, oh, my gosh, one, two, three, four, five, six schools. Um, and I was from California to here. Uh, so it went from <laughs> Claremont High School to a nice quaint place called West Shores. Does anyone know where West Shores is in California? No clue. Yeah, basically and it's I'm, next I'm to Mexico. I'm California, so I don't even know where that is. Today. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> next to Mexico. It's by the Salton Sea. Smells horrible. Uh, oh it was, yeah, no, it's nasty out there. Oh, well, that was that was my spot for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, no, I was happy to come back to Prescott um, and I'm, I'm not leaving anywhere unless I get destroyed somehow, some way and where I get fired. So, I, I always find a way to get in trouble anyway, so sooner or later that'll happen. Right. You got me. I'm the only one that probably gets called into the office once a year, so yeah. right. no. I've, seen the, I've seen the principal once a year for the last three or four years, so it already happened this year, but I think I'm good. Uh, see, I'm just perennially in the office with the principal and vice principal, so you know, I might as well just be chums with them because they're like, oh, it's you again. Right. Come, come on in. you got to build that rapport so when you get in trouble, they... <laughs> They know who you are, you know? <laughs> exactly. When you're on a first-name basis, everything's good. <laughs> That's right. Hey, Ryan, I have a question for you. Uh-oh. Because uh, you you have one more uh, secondary school on me uh, in terms of how many you've been to. And I've had, you know, Southern, Cal Southern California, Northern California, and out here in Prescott where I've taught at multiple different schools and districts also. I'm curious, your... Uh, perception. Where where do you feel like has the best teachers, the best administrators, and school camaraderie? 
that you, uh, from what your experience has been? Because I know what mine is. I'm just curious what yours is. Oh, it's hands down. It's it's where I am right now at Mile High. Yeah. I'll be honest. And I, that's, that's not cool. blowing smoke up at anyone. Uh, no, right. it's Same. best camaraderie, best atmosphere, best kids. Uh, I mean, Prescott's a gem. You know, it's a unicorn of a school. And I don't think, or at least Mile High for sure. Uh, it's a unicorn of a school. And uh, it's, and I say that in a good way. It's It's really awesome. I, I think I could easily say that some of my upper middle behavioral kids in California are probably my lower middle here, if not some of the worst here. So, I mean, if that says, you know, our community where we're at, I think that says a lot. But so I love that's it here. That's exactly what I was going to say, too. I can't even praise this school or district enough. Uh, and even talking with fellow teachers all over the country right now hands down, I would not want to be anywhere else working at any other school with any other superintendent by far. I, I love it. I just, you had been in California as well. So I wanted to see what, if you had the similar experience that I have. Oh, I was just curious if you were in trouble and you're just trying to, you know, <laughs> just seeing if you were in trouble and you wanted to uh, get on Andy's good side there. <laughs> I'm not in trouble. Okay. <laughs> no, I'd, like I'd like to promote one other school as well, all in the same district. But I spent uh, 39 years at Granite Mountain uh, uh, from the time we built the school. Uh, anyway, it, it had that same camaraderie there. And some of the teachers came to this school and all of the kids eventually. So I, I would put them really close together. But uh, the district is, is the place to be for me. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. So hopefully Joe Howard is listening to it and, uh, Hey Joe, <laughs> think of us. <laughs> so, okay. So let's talk about really quickly your first year. So I'm just thinking, good heavens, we're teaching right now in a pandemic, which is tough on its own. Right. And we'll get into that later, but I feel like I'm almost a first year teacher again, where it's like the main mantra is survive, survive, survive. Yeah, right. Um, and so and we don't have our Robin, except what? Yeah. And we don't have our Robin. Cause I mean, I can't tell you how Robin helped me through my first year. So like not being here for this pandemic, I know that I'm feeling her not being around. So I know that there's others that are feeling her not being around as well. So I think about her a lot. Especially now. My first year online, I, I would have, I would not have made it without her help. Uh, definitely. And so for those of you who are listening, uh, we're talking about a, a fellow teacher, a colleague uh, that became an instructional coach. Uh, her name is Robin. I would definitely say she, when uh, coming here from Granite Mountain with you, Terry, uh, she was definitely a person that would probably be the highlight of what Mile High family was all about. Um, and she was always that helping hand. So just so everyone understands uh, for our listeners, uh, we're just talking about someone that is uh, she's doing something else right now, and I hope she's doing well. But uh, yeah, you're still missed, Robin, if you're listening. But uh, so let's talk. Let's talk. What's that? Don't forget she was teacher of the year a few years ago too. That's oh, true. There you go. Teacher of the year. Not surprised. Her, uh, her title could very easily just be Angel. It could. Yeah, it's true. She brightened every classroom she walked into. Every single oh one. And good heavens, she makes chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> and she dealt with Andy's she dealt with Andy too. So if you can deal with Andy for that many years, good heavens, yes. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> so Terry, we should clarify that that's Andy, her husband, and not Andy Binder, our uh, principal. Yes, yes. She dealt with her husband, the prankster. I guess now it's that mantle is onto me, so I will gladly uh, take that mantle and continue it. So, uh, yes, it is coming. Pranks are coming. Don't you worry. Just got to choose my victims. But um, so, Terry, ex share with me your first year teaching. Because what what was it like for you? Oh, it was in the school district, and uh, I walked into a classroom that was in pretty bad shape. As far as I, uh, for those that don't know us, I'm a dust arts guy. And the shop was terrible, and the teacher had had some issues. And when I came back, they came in, the kids started to pull those things on me. And we had to have a, um, an understanding that things were a little bit different. And uh, it ended up being great. But things like finding suppliers, you know, where to buy materials for my class where to get stuff repaired, uh, and just teaching skills. And fortunately, I had some outstanding role models. Um, they're, they're all retired now. Um, folks that spoke, that taught in my field and in other subjects around the school. And uh, I was smart enough as a young guy to watch those fellows. And I saw how they dealt with kids and, and how they uh, created their classroom uh, atmosphere and uh, I thought this is the what I need to be doing and fortunately I did pay attention and, and it seemed to work out I I wanted to come back the next year and they didn't ask me to leave so life was very good <laughs> well, so are you telling me Terry that you actually learned more uh, by observing and watching than what you learned at college this could be a break oh, without a doubt. Uh, as you all know when you go to college, you learn so many things that you never knew before. When you go into student teaching, you learn more than the four years of college. And then your first year on the job, it's like a, a, a master's program right there. You, you learn how to teach and work with the kids or you go find something else to do because it's a tough job. If you don't, if you don't function, if you don't perform and if you're not happy with what you're doing or if the kids aren't happy too. And if you can get that combination, life is wonderful. Well, I'm, you know, Plus I'm management, right? Yeah, well, management for sure. And I'm just Terry, bless you, man, because I remember when I was in your class with uh, some of my fellow classmates, and I'm just thinking, good heavens, <laughs> I don't even know how I would have dealt with those guys. Yeah, don't. That was in the '90s, and some of them still have vivid memory. I still have vivid memories. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. But, but they're, the middle school kids are just so fun and they're so enthused and anxious to learn things. It, it, it's half the battle right there. It is, yeah, for sure. What about you, Josiah? First year experiences. Uh, my first year experience was at Mile High. So I, uh, Robin and I were working really close together and I, probably the hardest thing for me was learning the ropes, learning uh how to apply the standards of what the district was wanting us to do, like the curriculum and apply everything that uh, they wanted us to teach along with another teacher who was a first year teacher as well. Uh, but also we had uh, Christina Jones, right? And she was helping out a lot. She was giving up a lot of uh, 
materials and I had also retrieved a lot of tools and materials from some of the mentor teachers that I had. So it was just putting this huge melting pot of information and worksheets and tools that I had and figuring out how I wanted to use it, when I could use it, if it was effective with this class, but why was it not, or why was it not effective with this other class? Was it me? Was it the, you know, the assignment? And so having to figure out that or that aspect of it um, to find that balance, I guess would be the best, best way to put it to make sure that things are flowing smoothly. So um, I, I've already known how to work with kids. I've already know how to control a classroom or control a team. So uh, from what I was, what I've been told for the last couple of years, I'm a scary person. So, uh, <laughs> so being a scary coach, I guess, went into the classroom and the students uh, not wanting to put me around very much and help with classroom management. So, but then again, you know, we have fun. And I know that when I was in school, I really wish that learning was fun and that my teachers would be more animated. And so that's how I am in the classroom. I just, I love hanging out with the kids and that's what I feel like it is. It's hanging out with them while we're teaching and learning. I agree. I agree. I, you know, I sat down in your class uh, that, what was it? Whatever Robin set up, the teachers in classrooms event. Yeah. And, you know, I actually really enjoyed sitting down in your class. It was, I mean, it was a tough subject too. It was, what was it? World War II, um, Holocaust. I was like, oh God, <laughs> like what did I just sit in? And I was like, oh wow, this actually ended up being a pretty deep, meaningful conversation with the kids and it was really cool. But uh, yeah, no, it's I, what I've seen. You're doing a good job. First year to now. Um, yeah, hey man, thank you. props to well, you. I've had mentors like you guys too, you know. Oh, well, you know, if, if anyone understands, I'm not a real teacher. Uh, that moniker has been hashtag. So, you know, I'm just, you know, I just wander around. Hashtag not a real teacher. I hate it when he says that. I hate it when he says that. Oh, I love it. I, I've embraced it now. Thanks, Michelle. It was either that or a C core. I don't know which one, but I mean, once again, it was me in the office of the principal. So, I mean, it, it made sense. <laughs> so, Laura, so your first, I guess, what's what do you think is more challenging? I guess your true first year teaching or your first year back after that huge break that you had? You know, I was, I've been thinking about this since, uh, since I knew that this was going to be a question and it's, it's so little backstory. I had taught preschool just because I needed a job, got into it easy. And then I had a friend who was, I was also uh, a nanny for, and she's sadly, uh, passed away from breast cancer in 2000. And she was a, an amazing teacher. So I got it in my head one day to without a without a teaching credential and um, only one college degree walk into a private school, asked for a meeting with the principal and said that she was going to hire me, um, and she did. Wow! So I kind of transitioned into there in a strange way, threw myself in, and I don't know where I got it in me. I think it was just this this I can do anything thing. So that started off as a, a part-time teaching thing and it wasn't hard, I just did it. So then I got my credential 
And because I had already had teaching experience, I was doing student teaching and they hired me to teach at the same time. So again, that wasn't even really a first year teaching. So I guess my answer would be coming back here, but it wasn't coming back to teaching and being here, but it wasn't because of what you would think. <laughs> it wasn't the classroom management. It was definitely not the content because the content is incredibly fun for me. It was the fact that I moved classrooms and had the fires in the, the ceiling floods. and flooding and illness. And then, oh my God, a pandemic. So, so that's a pretty good gauntlet for a year and a half of teaching. Like, I think you could pretty much fit an entire career of events into this, that one small year. I, I think so. And so it, it, I, I'm not even sure, I'm not even sure I can really give any one specific full year as being the most difficult because everything in life has its difficulties and everything has you know, motivation and strength behind it. So it is what it is. And I don't think I can even look at it as first of anything except for just new experience. And then you just take it with what it is. And I and moan about it a lot, but um, only because it's challenging. Oh wait, was that not PG? Sorry. Don't worry, um, there'll be a beep. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, oh, like editing. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It was, I complain about it. Um, but uh, I think my my most difficult first is is pandemic first. Not my first year back teaching. Not my first year in preschool. Not my first year teaching middle school. Not my first year as a credentialed teacher or at the college level. But it's the my first year and just like everyone's who's alive now first year teaching during a pandemic no matter how much time you have up until that or a break before that i pandemic is my answer final answer pandemic oh gosh we can go into that and we might have to go into that a little bit later but yeah oh my goodness it is creating okay, some Roger, uh, or, uh, ryan Jump in and share with us. Oh gosh, you don't want to hear my first year. My first year is oh. a horror story, actually. I'm surprised I'm still teaching. Oh, yeah, story time. Story time, yes. Yeah, so gather yeah, around, kids. Let's, let's yeah. listen to how Ryan survived uh, his first year. So, okay. Uh, I was hired as a high school director. Uh, my first job was to get rid of two instructional coaches uh, for the percussion. Um, they were pretty much siphoning thousands of dollars out of the budget uh, due to their own salary. And they were a, a nationally award-winning uh, coaches of this group. So I was like, wow. So I had to basically be a hitman. So I had to get rid of these people. And, and by doing that, that uh, spiraled into just, just awfulness. Uh, let's see, I had a newspaper article written about me, how I was destroying the program before the first uh, before the first day, I had parents staking me out during band camp, uh, registering the times their kids were being taught versus times they were working. I had, uh, let's see, petitions for me to bring it back, uh, threatening emails, 
Uh, let's see, those two instructors actually held like a little mini uh, meeting outside of practice. So all my kids turned in late um, because they were doing it and like a little mutiny. So all of the kids except for the freshmen quit. And that was once again, before the first actual day of teaching, that was just band camp. That, that was band camp. Um, and so, you know, and then it just, it, it, you know, fun things happen from there. Um, good heavens. So <laughs> why am I still teaching? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's quite a foundation you started on. Ah, it yeah. was, it was well, quite the foundation. I, um, but you can handle anything now, though. Oh, yeah. Well, anything Prescott throws at me, I'm like, oh, oh, this is a big deal for you? Okay. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> um, no, it taught me how to be very political uh, and how to write correct emails to parents. I'll tell you that much. Um, that's, that's a skill. That's a skill. Yeah. It, that was a school where the tail wagged the dog. I'll tell you that much. Um, so... Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, you don't want to talk about my first year. Super happy to have Oh, I'm I'm crazy happy I'm out of there, man. Oh my goodness, uh, it was it was no fun. It was no fun for me. And then it doesn't get any better afterwards. So I hate California, by the way. I was held at gunpoint. So no, no. <laughs> no, that's a different story. Another time. Another time. Uh, no. So it's. Uh, I am very happy to be here. My first year. Uh, Wow, no, you know, I have a little binder of all of the emails from the boosters um, and the replies and all of the threatening lawsuits. Um, so I should probably get rid of that. It, it's probably a good thing. It's a purge of the mental aspect. But um, yeah, first year teaching for me, uh, not fun, not fun. So uh yeah that's that's my sad story if there's a violin playing in the background we should probably cue that in right now uh, i got Lindsay sterling playing in the background so it's a little bit more upbeat for your story oh perfect yeah, still yeah oh violin yeah there you go well why don't we take a small break and we will come back Okay, we are back. And so uh, that pretty much closes our show for here at Legend Terry. I know, Terry, you hate that <laughs> moniker, uh, but you are the legendary Terry Pemberton. You are an icon in this community. If you want to be or not, you are. Um, so uh, so thank you guys for coming again for episode two. Josiah, Laura, thank you for joining us and being our special guest. Terry, as always, thank you for being the amazing teacher that you are keeping me going keeping me strong uh so thank you guys and we'll come back next time thanks for having me thank, thank you, you very much, much.